You have a point. He he's, he's good on the ball, but yeah, and that's why he's cost sixty million. It's crazy. It's crazy. You can be good at defense as a center back and not that good on the ball and go for like twenty five million. But if you can't defend for your goddamn life, but you can pass, you're instantly a sixty five million dollar player. Yeah, Jonathan David, your 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 New York Stop. card is hereby been revoked. <laughs> we call it a soccer podcast. You're no longer allowed in any bodegas and delis in the state of New York ever, ever again. That is the rules. We do not make them. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of We Call It Soccer. I'm Michael. He's Walker. You know the drill. So today, we're going to start off the episode once again with our brand new segment. It's not brand new anymore. It's kind of used, but we'll take it. Transfer tea brought to you by McDonald's Dollar Sweet Tea, any size, any location, anywhere in the world that serves McDonald's Sweet Tea. You'll get it for a dollar, and I'll tell you one thing, it'll be just as delicious every time. Make sure you stop by your local McDonald's and get a $1 sweet tea. Thanks for sponsoring this McDonald's. I'm sure I'll get one. Anyway, enough with all the monetary stuff. Let's get into the big numbers. None of this dollar crap transfers that are costing millions. Let's start off with the done deals, so... Patson Daka, Leicester, bound, done, inked, fab official. Uh, he's joining Leicester from Salzburg. I personally thought he'd be going over to Leipzig, continue with Marsh. Didn't happen. Um, do you like this move? I kind of do. I, I think it's a, another smart piece of business by Leicester. Absolutely love it. Good depth move. Maybe the heir to Jamie Vardy's throne one day in the not-so-near future, maybe two, three years down the line. But, you know, they definitely need that depth, even with Ihinacho coming on later at the end of the year. Um, another option never hurt anybody in terms of goal scoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with their record, even if he's not there, they'll flip him for $90 million or whatever the going rate is at that time because that's how they do. That's how they do. Him, Fofana, Soyuncic, all going to combine that. That's a bag and a half. <laughs> yeah, they'll squeeze a big, big six club for him one day. Yeah, CC United. Uh, so the next will stay in the Premier League. Another attacker. This time we're going to the down bad side of London. One of the down bad sides of London. Sorry for the confusion. Arsenal. They're preparing a bid for the Portuguese international Andre Silva. And to fund this move, they're preparing to offload Alexander Lacazette. In and out there, same position, like for like swap. Lacazette. Is a good player, terrible season, hasn't been doing too well, but I like Silva, but is he going to be the same player if Arsenal's bid gets accepted with the players that he has around him, like the Williams of the world and the Aubameyangs? Hopefully they won't be playing the Williams of the world and the Aubameyangs. I'm, you know me, I'm all for the youth movement. Give the kids the keys, baby. ESR, Pepe, yep. hate to say it, but Pepe, Martinelli, 4-2-3-1. That one is going to be Andre Silva's blazing pace. I love it. I absolutely love it. But uh, no one also, there's no shot they're actually going to get this deal done. No. No, they got all that money tied up in Ben White. Did you see Brighton? Brighton, Brighton, fan. Brighton he, fan. He went he, kind of viral. He, kind of he, tweeted, viral. That. he tweeted that. He's tweeting about he's their tweeting price. About he's their like, price. Yeah. He was like, yeah. It's so funny because he's, he's our third best center back. Like, actually, you have a point. He he's, he's good on the ball, but. Yeah, and that's why he's cost sixty million. It's crazy. It's crazy. You can be good at defense as a center back, and not that good on the ball and go for like twenty five million. But if you can't defend for your goddamn life, 
but you can pass, you're instantly a $65 million player. I mean, yeah, man, because all the progressive hipstery managers, they want one ball-carrying center back at least. And just put not a, two. Just put a holding mid at center back then. They probably or, get or right back at center back. Yeah, or right back at left like back. Tommy, like Tommy two taps. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the future is is different than the past, as they say. <laughs> big money, big names, big clubs. Uh, besides the one he'd be leaving, Spurs have rejected a bid by City for Harry Kane. Uh, rumored to be around a hundred million sterling guaranteed. And speaking of sterling, he was one of the players thrown in there. Um, no wonder it got denied. But it was along with Laporte and Jesus. Spurs will not accept any bid this summer, according to recent reports. But any is a strong word, and uh, I don't think he'll leave this summer unless it's like a hundred and sixty million plus those three and another two names. It's going to have to be ridiculous. But obviously, I think we know what it would do to City if this were to go through. Yeah, no, that's why I don't want it to happen. Um, I, you know, I'm a fan of Man City, but I, I don't like the utter domination. I like some, I like some competition, some parity. And if Man City got this done, then it's GGs to the Premier League. I mean, Kane's not a big game player, so yeah. Champions League still totally up in the air. Probably not going to win it in all likelihood. But uh, the Premier League, we'd win with like two months to go, and that would just be boring for everybody. Yeah, and it would just kind of be a domino effect. I saw um, reading something that Kane goes to City. Mm -hmm. That forces – it's a done deal, but it forces United's hand to get Sancho done. Yeah. Which turn – forces Chelsea's hand to get uh, Holland done. Mm-hmm. So it's a domino effect of big-name young players. Well, not young, but big-name players moving. And then you got to think about the teams that are left out, like from getting that marquee star. Like Liverpool are still a very good side, but they'd be left out with no one. And they have Arsenal. Yeah. And then Spurs, who really get shafted because it's not like they're going to spend the money well. But – it would be if it, obviously a cataclysmic move if this were to go through. Um, really hope it doesn't because I don't think he'd look good in light blue, to he'd be honest. He'd look great in light blue. That's not the issue. He'd that look is amazing. Issue. No, that is the issue. he'd look amazing. He'd look great. He'd play great. It'd be probably a 40-goal campaign for him if he, gets, if he gets, you know, all the games that he wants. I don't think he's going to want to be rotated the way Pep likes to rotato. So, um He'll just yeah, get hurt. No. It'd be, it. be great. It'd be it would be amazing to be honest. It, you know, if everybody came back and came back healthy in form that they left when then you know, one of the best Premier League sides ever, definitely. But uh, that could be kind of cool to see. Who knows? Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Sterling guaranteed. I love it. You said it. Send them over. 100 mil. 120 mil, take Sterling and Fernandinho. 160 mil. Yeah, whatever. Take what you want. And then five players. Any two, as long as they're not young and a core player or Bernardo Silva. No, you'd send over multiple backups, which would start for Spurs. They would be. Mendy, Fernandinho, and Sterling. Laporte. Jesus. I like Laporte. No, no, no. Jesus got to stay. He's a winner. I, 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 I need to it. see. I need to see Jesus out wide like he is for the South. Oh, Cavani, give it to Eddie Cavani. 
Oh my god! Oh, we cut it back. You're a bitch, Eddie. You do. That was some saving the goals for you. Nah, was some pussy shit, man. He. If that was you, if that was you in pro clubs, you were lobbing the keeper. No problem. No problem. No questions asked. No hesitation either. Instead, he cuts it back to Chile. Oh well. Yeah. Speaking of pussy shit. Hakan Kalongulu, the Turkish mm-hmm. man, after having a terrible Euros. <gasps> oh, good one, Asa! Let's go, baby. Vargas. Oh, my God. Bleach blonde hair, mullet. It was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Just takes it down the wing, fires it far post. The keeper could have made a save. If it wasn't shot at 100 miles an hour, oh, my God, plays the quick ones who plays it down the wing. You're too slow. You're not good. Oh, my God. Oh, somebody got magged on the pass, too. Sorry, though. Continue. Oh, that's not good. Uh, yeah, no, so. Uh, Great for me. Oh, I thought you said Chile. So it's not good for them scoring. It is a good thing. <laughs> Something happened with the Mets? The New York no, the no, uh, no, no, no. No, they're, they're doing well. Um, but anyway, Calhunglu, if that's how you say it, is going to join Milan or a, uh, leaving AC Milan to join Inter Milan. Um, and that's where the pussy shit came in, kind of, you know, leaving his team for their direct rival and like in town hatred. But a uh, solid move for him. He's going to make six mil a year. Uh, solid deal. Super solid deal for him. Um, Inter got better. What, what are your thoughts? See, I, 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 I get where you're coming from with that analysis, but I disagree. I think it's not his fault. It's Milan's fault. They're falling apart at the seams. They signed Zlatan last summer, and in the process of signing him, they forgot to re-sign or couldn't get a deal done with the goalkeeper. And their best creator, maybe Hernandez, is, but I don't know, it's one of those two. And um, – yeah, no, it's it's a shame. He wanted to stay in Milan, just not with the team that's clearly falling apart at the seams. He wants to go to the good team. I think that's uh, that's his right as a player. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for how Inter is going to look. That's that's a good addition for them. Uh, they got to get that manager position sorted, still, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think they do. So, Jose got hired a little too early. A return to the Nerazzurri. Oh, my goodness. Wow. They would have won it all. They would have won it all. But, um, yeah, and then just a couple quick ones to run through. Donnarumma underwent his medical yesterday. Seems to have passed it. So it looks like he will be a PSG player unless something comes up. Pogba has made it clear that he will not start negotiations with different clubs or United until at least after the Euros. We'll see if Mino listens. Um, Varane has received two concrete offers in paper from two clubs in Europe, PSG and United. And Sergio Ramos would prefer one of the Manchester clubs over a move to PSG, and there have been talks of him going back to Roma. Lots unpack. Give it a go. You mean Sevilla, right? Ramos? Oh, I'm a reunion with uh, Jose. Sorry, not with the club. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, no, that is quite a lot to unpack. All right, Sergio Ramos. I'm good. 
in my side of Manchester. He could be useful in your side of Manchester. I'll take him. Leader, yeah. captain. He's, yeah, you know, Good we have a leader and a captain. We have a Techers guy. Um, I'm I'm a bit afraid of his disciplinary record. Um, getting Otamendi flashbacks. That's kind of disrespectful, but I'm I'm okay. I I hope I hope you can understand why I'm okay. No, uh, yeah. Varane would be an immense signing. Hope PSG can get him and Ramos and Marquinhos, just like and Kimpembe. Just have just have a back four of all center backs and just roll with it. It'd be awesome. Or you could have depth. You could sell one of them. Who knows? Marquinhos to center defensive mid. Back in his back in his natural spot. spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be good. Even though I really like him at center back. You know, like we were saying with that that ball carrying passing center back. That's why yeah. Marquinhos is so good there, and he can defend, and he's a beast in the air. Yeah, he's just amazing. He's just amazing. All right, tangent. Who, who else did you say? Need a reminder. I said Veron, Ramos. I think, uh, I think that was it. Just like multiple oh. things for them. All right. Oh, um, and Pogba. Yeah, no. Pogba and Donnarumma. Oh, yeah, Pogba. Okay. Um, yeah, so Donnarumma, we, I feel like we've covered that already. And uh, Pogba, yeah, no, it would be a shame if he leaves Manchester, especially with the form he's in with Le Bleu. He's a, he's a great player. He just needs a he just needs a capable and tactically sound manager to figure out how to get the best out of him. And uh, Ali is not that. Oh, I think uh, United are better off without him. But I do wish they would sell him rather than letting him go. Like let him leave this summer, bring in an out and out defensive mid to replace him, and then play Fred and Bruno in a pivot event advanced pivot because it worked for Brazil, who is one of the best teams in the world, so I think it would work for United. But, uh, yeah, and then Donnarumma, like you said, done and dusted. So who's the third mid in that? In that? Whoever they buy, hopefully not Declan Rice. Uh, maybe I Nandini, could see that. Could maybe see a Locatelli. I could see that. Could see that. Ooh. Okay. But um, Fred and yeah. Bruno are the only constants in that. And I like that. Yeah, I could see. I could see Fred in a double pivot. He's been doing well for the Celestial. Poland Springs water, the finest, crispest, most delicious water you can find in North America, bottled and shipped out of Maine. This water is clear. Tastes like you're drinking straight out of the river. I cannot stress enough how much this water means to me as a northeasterner, and I suggest everyone gives it a go. Poland Springs never cheaps out on the quality and always makes sure that you are hydrated. Make sure to get your gallon of water in a day. Don't skimp. Water is important. And make sure that that gallon is Poland Springs water. Shout out to people at Poland Springs for sponsoring this week's episode. What's up, guys? Back at you. Coming at you with Copa America action, as promised before. Um, We're going to start with Group B, the group that is home of our native Columbia, resident Colombian-American man, Michael Fahey here, talk about what the hell is going on? One, one, and one to start Copa America. It's you, you started strong against Ecuador, then you drew Venezuela, and now you took the L to um, to Peru. Well, what is happening? It's the, the the manager. To be honest, he doesn't really understand who his best who attacking options are. Who is he for our listeners out there? Oh, Reynaldo Revu Rivera. Um, okay. We'll call him Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo doesn't really 
understand his best attacking options. Um, he's messed with it a lot. He played Duvan Zapata at a left wing um, when he was probably the most out-and-out out nine that they have on the team. And he's been fidgeting with that a lot. Obviously, the omission of James is the biggest thing. It's kind of like with Everton. You saw they were different teams when he played and when he didn't play. And Columbia just makes that 10 times more pronounced because there's not a creative bone in anyone's body that isn't named Juan Cuadrado on this uh, on this team. And, like, I, I mean that so seriously. I'm looking at the roster right now. No. No, lack of creativity everywhere. You need to free Alfredo Morelos. That's oh, what you need to yeah. do. You need to free yeah, Alfredo. Put a front three of Zapata, Muriel, Alfredo. Just absolutely fluid. Gigan pressing. 3-4-3, three, three, that's the trendy formation. Give me the job. Give me the job, Ronaldo. You know what you're talking yeah. about. That's, that's probably their biggest. The, yeah, just the creativity. They're super lacking. They've been solid at the back. Ospina's made great saves. Sanchez and Mina have done pretty well. The fullbacks are getting caught out a bit because they press up so, 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 so high, so high, higher than higher than a kite. And I mean, part of that is you know Daniel Munoz just, is a full, is a midfielder for club. He he's is not terrible. A good he's um, he deserved that right Belgium, You know, cup yeah. winner, cup winner, cup winner. Teammate um, of the illustrious Mark McKenzie. Yeah, so he plays with greatness, so we should expect greatness. Plays with great defenders. But, uh, yeah, outside of Cuadrado, this team has nothing. Like I said, James missing, Juan Fernando Quintero missing. Your two biggest creators are gone, and then the burden falls on Cardona. And Cardona's good, but he's such a prototypical, like, physical 10. Like, if he played in the 80s, we'd be talking about him, like, Valderrama and Maradona. I swear. But, uh, yeah, he's – he just can't cut it out by himself. It's it's not his fault. I blame it on the manager not giving him support. Like, this team shouldn't be playing with two holding midfielders. Um, they need to support their attackers more than their defense. Uh, but, yeah, bad losses. And they have chances, too. They just don't finish. Uh, that's another big thing. They miss a lot of chances, I'm pretty sure, in their game against the – Peru, I don't know if they created a big chance or not, but I don't think they did. But they were just missing bicycle kicks. They were missing just the stupidest crap. So, um, yeah, they need to clean that up. Their next game and final games against Brazil. They're almost through, though. So as long as they can clean it up before knockouts, I think as long as Ecuador don't win, or as, if Ecuador lose, I think they're safe. So that's uh, – that's all that really matters for the Colombians because they're not going to get a point off Brazil with the way they're playing. Yeah, I mean, just just a little side note real quick. You know, you thought the Euros group stage was forgiving. Oh, my gosh. Four out of five teams qualify for this. What is this? What, what kind of kind of format is this? Who came up with this shit? I mean, at least it's simple. You could at have had three simple. groups. I don't know. Oh, somebody's getting stretched off versus Chile. Who knows? Maybe maybe two holding mids, and then you put Moreno or Zapata as a 10. No? Um, one of our beautiful Colombian listeners wants to know if there is any questionable refereeing at play in this, uh, in this last Peru fixture. He's convinced that, uh, that there are some calls that went the, uh, the other way. 
if I speak, I'm in big, big trouble. I don't want to be in big, big trouble. But uh, okay, no, nice. yeah, the, the ref was shit. The ref was so shit. Um, <gasps> not even just Columbia. He was missing calls on both sides. It's supposed to make it better. But, I mean, if a fly landed on one of these Peru players, he'd give a yellow card to someone. <laughs> it was bad. He didn't use VAR to his advantage. And he just didn't control the game because Copa America and South America is much more physical. And they played this game like it was a just like some European league, like very tactical oriented. It was not how a Copa America game should be managed. But I don't wanna don't wanna hurt his feelings too bad. So yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Don't wanna hurt his feelings too bad. Uh gonna have to hurt some other feelings. Ecuador. Bottom of the group, terrible showing so far. Haven't been able to pick up any points, although a much more lively performance against Venezuela. Venezuela, shout out to their keeper in the 1 1 draw they managed versus Colombia. Wilker Farnes. Wilker Farnes. Wilker. Wilker. Kind of sounds like Walker. I like his <laughs> name. Plays for RC Lens on loan right now. Solid Permanent. outing from the kid. May, it was made permanent. Uh, Why wasn't this on week? transfer tee? God damn it. <laughs> well, now it is. Now it is. We're giving you a little. <laughs> There's always time for McDonald's sweet tea. Always time. No matter what so part refreshing. of the show. Uh, but yeah, no, it's. He uh, just completed it like a week and a half ago permanent. And I think it was a four year deal and worth about like 1.75 total fee. Love so it. yeah. Looking like a good investment already. Oh, yeah. Um, Peru lost 4-0 to Brazil, but a 2-1 dub versus Colombia and a cupcake game versus Ecuador coming up. They look primed to take second place in the group and a top group B. Who else but the Sao Sao? They are so much better than everybody else. This is kind of crazy. But one man in particular is so much better than everybody else. Who is that man? Happy Fred Day. Happy Fred Day, but I, I assume you're talking about Neymar because it's no. It's I was I was talking oh, about Fred. It's Fred oh, Day. Well, what is Fred Day? It's Fred Day. Three years ago today, he joined Manchester United. Oh, uh, so it's Fred Day. It's Fred Happy Day. Fred Day. Happy Good Fred day. day. It's a great day. Not just a great day. Yeah, for Man City fans, Fred Day is a good day. Ollie Day is a great day. He, no, he'd be so good on City. He'd be so good on City because City are more like Brazil than United are. And look at how well he's playing for Brazil. You know what? That is a fair that is a fair comment. Although I, although you're comparing him to guys like Fernandinho and Rodri, and I think oh, that's who, ridiculous. Who, what? He, he, I mean, he kind of took one of their spots with the national. Team. He's old. He's literally 32. Brazil I mean, is yeah. that good. He Fernandinho shouldn't be starting for Brazil anymore. Just like he's yeah. not starting for City anymore. Yeah, I know. But like, if he's old for his national team, he's old for his club too. Yeah, he wouldn't start over Rodri then. Well, that's not his position. It, precisely. So he he'd start over Gundogan. If he didn't have those right, three right, months right. where he was really Stop. good, Stop. no one would be talking about him. Stop. Um, how's Fred been playing? 4 0 versus Peru. Was he the man <laughs> of the match? Co man of the match? Boss the men? What's up? Uh, I think he, I mean, I'll always say it, but let's see what the. Uh, the analytic nerds say, and they did say that he was uh, the second best player on Brazil. So I'm here for it. Uh, great. Obviously Neymar is running the show though. And the attacking uh, part Brazil, very solid at the back. 
Uh, Ederson played well when he's played and just Neymar being Neymar creating things out of nothing. Um, and he plays different for Brazil. Like I'm not saying he doesn't try for PSG, but like in the champions league final, like I think or not the final, cause they didn't make it in the champions league. Whenever they played city, he didn't come for the ball more. He didn't, he wasn't making himself available, but at Brazil, even if it's just like a five-yard pass that he just has to jog and give it right back to the center back. He's making himself available, just trying to get those touches, trying to open up space for other people and not just himself. And uh, it's a cool name more to see because you still get the flair, you still get the uh, the tricks, but you also get that teamwork and that team player that a lot of people don't see him as. Honestly, that is a, that is a fair and valid point. Um, he, he doesn't do that much for PSG. I was going to say something like maybe the creativity isn't there, but that's just not true. Uh, Brazil's just as, if not way more creative. And, you know, Verratti's in, in PSG's midfield, but still the other two in there aren't very good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, that, that's Group B. Moving on to Group A. Chile's topping it. 1-0 up on Uruguay right now. Um, we're able to draw Argentina and – Beat Bolivia, my dark horses, and the man Arturo Vidal himself are enjoying themselves a nice little start to their Copa America. I'm very proud of the boys. That mountain air has got the boys in great, great shape. Madden 21, uh, no, Madden 22 even knows the vibes. They're going to have stamina adjustments for altitude. And it looks like that in practice, in real life, seems to be a thing and it's a true fact these guys are warriors and uh i enjoy watching them play i don't but uh you don't why don't why they, I just they're, think like they're like they're like they're, they're the cold, oh, they're, oh they're, wow call me ball leads the call me ball leads i don't even need to answer why i don't like them anymore you just did it for them it's Our it's vibes is. and insula that's what it is no purpose that is so blasphemous. I don't – that is – no. What do you mean no purpose? Leeds is – Leeds just came into the Premier League and they finished ninth. Below they're Arsenal. They're going to finish in a European spot. Yeah, below Arsenal. Look at the players that they got. Everybody going into the year was like, oh, Patty Bamford, Patty Bam-. And Like, no, the kid's a stud. He can play. Calvin Phillips is going to stay because Marcelo's there, and he knows that – if he moves to United, he's just going to have a bumbling Norwegian dumbass talking, talking, fucking sit back and counter to him. No, no. We'll see. We'll see. Argentina is second of Group A. Uh, Lionel Messi had an amazing free kick that we saw last episode. They take on Paraguay tonight. I assume they're going to win. But if, um, if results hold, then... Chile would still be top of the group on goal difference. So, got some work to do. Uruguay in fourth, having a terrible start. About to take their second L, it looks like, unless they can turn around in stoppage time. Contrary to popular belief, Eddie Cavani has actually joined Uruguay now. He is starting tonight. He looks lively. He looks active. He's missed a big chance and a half. His XG is definitely greater than one, and um, – Manchester United fans everywhere should be shaking in their boots. Paraguay somehow on three points. Just kidding. Not somehow. It's because they played Bolivia, who are bottom of the group. 
Um, Uruguay will go above Paraguay, but who cares? Because four out of five teams advance. No surprises here. The best four teams are through right now, and that is how it will stay in this group. Sorry, Bolivia. Yeah, Bolivia are terrible. No offense to terrible. any people who support them um, that are watching, but easily the worst team in all of South America. They By were so point. bad. They were so bad. I went to go, I went to go play some pickup the day of the, that the the game versus Paraguay, and you know on that same day, no, no, it was the day after. It was the day after that game, and during that day. It was the France-Germany game and also Portugal-Hungary. Good games on on display, good football. And, you know, the other game everybody was talking about was that game because it was just like one of the weirdest things they'd ever seen. It didn't look like football. It was, it was you know, more like violent volleyball. <laughs> so, you know, shout out those two for coming, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's, Who's one player yeah. of the tournament? Neymar, he's got it locked up. Yeah, yeah. It should be Fred, but it Fred. doesn't fit the yeah. narrative, right? It doesn't it? It never fits the narrative. Maybe McTominay will win it. <sighs> Maybe McTominay will win it. That's a perfect segue <laughs> because McTominay is from Scotland. Scotland is in Europe, and we got the Euros, baby. Two out of six groups are already decided. Some matches are already decided as well. We got the Italians taking on the Austrians. That's a tough matchup. Tough bid, Austria. It was cute what you did to Ukraine today, but you've uh, you've come up against a fucking machine, and you're going to lose. Um, <laughs> Belgium look like they're going to play the third play the the third. So how does this work? I see I see letters. How do the third place teams get get seated? Is it random? Is it a draw? Or is it like one, two, three, four by the letter that they're in? I I don't know. We'll see. But Belgium. At least Copa America is normal. Like if you're fourth, you get in. Look, we'll figure it out and we'll revisit (laughs) it next week. Um, It's probably not that complicated. I just don't know. So it says Belgium can either play 3A. 3D, 3E, or 3F. And, like, for example, the Netherlands can either play 3D, 3E, or 3F. So I guess it's kind of who makes it from those groups. If there's overlap, like, they just shove them in there wherever they fit. Yeah, we'll see but... what, what gets shoved where and where things fit or don't fit. But we'll see. The Netherlands and Belgium, they're, they're going to get a matchup against somebody. Wales plays the Danes, who had an absolutely breathtaking performance against the steroidless Russians. Remember, kids, this isn't your father's Russia. Um, they don't have the PEDs anymore. They're not good anymore. And they got thoroughly beat down by a team playing for, playing for their guy, Christian Eriksen. And um, would you look at that? The luck of the draw has worked out in their favor because Denmark's road to the semifinals – Runs through Wales and most likely Frank de Boer. Wow. You couldn't have asked for a better draw for them. You really couldn't. No. Until no. the rest of it shakes out and somebody gets a better draw. But for right now, of the six teams that have qualified, they, they're looking like they have the easiest route. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to lose to Wales. Um, Maybe. 
Maybe not. Dan James, Gareth Bale. It's going to be too much. I don't think they can recreate um, the performance they put on today. I don't think they need to. I, they're more of the team we saw in the first two games, to be honest. Like, much closer See, to that than the other one. I'll give you this. The, so, the Finland game, I think that's a wash, obviously, because of what yeah. happened, right? Uh, yeah. The second game, they played really, really well the first half, and then Kevin De Bruyne came on the field, and it was GG's because he's world-class. He's, he's, he's arguably the best player in the world right now, but the, there's, there's debate to be had. And that, that really just changed. It's Belgium, man. They're ranked number one. You're going to lose to Belgium. 2-1 at that, that's, that's nothing bad. And then they absolutely shithoused Russia when they needed to because they needed to get in. I think Wales, they, they're going to win that game. They're more talented everywhere except the top of the pitch. Midfield, Denmark's got them. Uh, back line, Denmark's got them. Goalkeeper, got them. It's yeah. They're gonna they're gonna have more of the ball. Maybe that plays in the Wales' favor because they're gonna try and have Bale and Dan James on the break. But I don't know. I think I think that I think Denmark would. Valid assessment. Um, but the the most let's start let's start with the most disappointing team in the Euros. Uh, bottom of Group A, Turkey. Everybody's darling dark horse. Not just us. Literally, so many so many people rated these guys to go, and you know at least not be terrible at, at Euros. And um, yeah. that is what they were. They were terrible, especially – they needed a win to get in versus Norway, and they absolutely shithoused them in qualifiers. So that's that's why people really thought they were good. That's why I, I, I and people thought they were good. And they have some decent names, some winners on this team as well. And um, goal difference of one to eight, Barack Yilmaz, of course – did not score at all of Euros. Shocker. Absolute shocker. Um, they, they were they were thoroughly embarrassed in all three of their games. Um, they didn't take their chances. I didn't think their manager set them up for success, particularly in the way um, he played Yomaz and Kangalu. Uh, Yomaz is a hold-up man, and he combines well with another striker that's more pacey than him, i.e., Whoever's playing next to them at Lil, they, they, they have many, many pacey mm-hmm. options. One of them happens to be American. Two of them happen to be North American. Shout out us. New Yorkers. Um, New Yorkers as well. Yorkers. Yeah, New Yorkers. But unlike – but, but What's the real New Yorker? <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, David, your, your, your New York Sorry. card has hereby been revoked. Well, we call it a soccer podcast. You're no longer allowed in any bodegas or delis in the state of New York ever, ever again. That is the rules. We do not make them. Yomaz was left on Staten Island. They couldn't get anything done in the attack, and it was absolutely dog, dog shit awful from Turkey. Dude. I, don't, I don't know what else to say. It was so bad. They, I think the, the hype got to him. The I hype don't think – no, really I think good. it was the man. I think it had to. How are no, you going to leave like- – yeah, yeah, he 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 hurt them more than he helped them without question. But they're a game like they have a game changer. Hakan is a game changer, and he couldn't change a single game because he wasn't like, played in his best position. He was he was yeah he was played out to the he was played out to the 
to the left in a 4-4-1-1 or whatever the hell it was. And he had to go back on defense and track back because they were getting caught out. And you just can't do that. I don't know how they were going to fix it. Maybe it's another defender and they play a five at the back. But he needs to be able to fucking float and combine with Yomas. That was the way they got there. That's how they should have kept going. Under should have been the pacey outlet option instead of Yilmaz. And I, I don't know. They, they got it all wrong. Got it absolutely all wrong. It was terrible. Yeah. I, I don't blame yeah. him for that. I don't know. He, he, he's, he's stuck on the wing. You can't, you can't just stick him on the wing and expect him to make stuff happen. I mean, if you stick him on the wing, I'd expect him to do something once. Like, I'm not a, like not every game. Like, if he was in the midfield and did an assist. Yeah. Congrats. And their only goal. Was it a nice assist? Yeah. Or was it just like a normal pass? Oh, a nice pass. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm not buying uh, it. It's okay. It you do, I don't expect you to buy any turkey stock or anybody to buy any turkey stock anytime anytime soon. But they're going to qualify for the World Cup. Everyone's going to be like, no, they suck, and they're going to make the semifinal. And then with this exact same formation. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> don't see that happening. Um, I could see the Swiss qualifying if things roll their way. They had a nice dub over Turkey in their last match day after dropping some points versus Wales on day one. They finished behind them on goal differential, but are still alive to qualify for the knockouts. The Welsh are on four points after getting uh, getting thoroughly beat by a heavily rotated Italian side. This just shows how good they are. Oh, my God. This, uh, this Italy side is so, so good. And, you know, that's why they topped the group on nine points, seven goals, four, zero against, unbeaten in, what, 33 now? Um, yeah. Mancini tucked the coat over his shoulder in his post-match. Why do you do that? For style. There's no other point. It is for swag. It is for drip. This man is immense. He knows he looks good, and God damn it, look good, feel good, play good. It is a mentality, a mentality the U.S. men's national team are severely lacking in their kit selection. Yeah. But um, Italy's team selection looks great, and uh, blessing in disguise. Blessing in disguise. Chiellini getting hurt. Bastoni is the younger option that should be playing next to Benucci. He will be able to cover more for him if he ever, you know, has to step out and play something. And uh, it's it's good not having the two old heads, especially when you when you're gonna start facing up against uh, better teams. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This Italy side is one of the hotter, if not the hottest, teams in this tournament coming into it and during it. Um, solid, super solid at the back, like diamond. Diamond solid at the back. Just nothing's getting through him. Like you said, 33 in a row. And goal difference in the last 12 games is 32 scored to zero against. That's incredible. That is – that's FIFA on amateur. And they're just running through European talent like that. Uh, they have a nice first-round matchup against the Austrians. I think that should be quite easy for them. Uh, Austria is a good side, but I think they should be able to handle it in stride, but then that's when it gets dicey because they'll probably see a matchup against Belgium in that round afterwards. But um, I like this Italy team. I like them a lot. I back them to do things too. So uh, 
hopefully they can continue. I do also back them to do things. They look very good. They look ruthless. They look organized. They have a clear vision of what they want to do, how they want to play. And, um, you know, there's a lot of good interchange between the midfielders and the, and the wide men up top. Um, Immobile looks very, very good for the blue men. Locatelli having himself a Euros of his life. Um, yeah. Playing himself into a move. I feel great about my keeper of the tournament. That feel yeah. absolutely immense about it. Um, don't feel great about my turkey to the finals, but feel absolutely in the mud about that one. Um, yeah. It is what it is. Player of the group. So <laughs> player of the group for group A is. Oh, you're asking? asking. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, that was a lob. Oh, and he Ben Simmons did. Okay, so I'll Ben Simpson, I'll pass it back to you. Why don't it back to me? I'm, I'm, and I'm going to take the easy layup. I got fouled, only made a free throw. Turning point of the game, turning point of the Italians. Locatelli transitioned from offense to defense, good on the ball, press resistant, willing and able passer, makes intelligent runs in behind people, but also fills in for the people who want to make intelligent runs in behind him. They're playing total football, the Mancini way, and it is it is amazing. It's amazing to see. Amazing to see. And Locatelli is a big part of that. He's going to get himself a big move this time, a big, big move. Yeah, Locatelli is a beast and definitely my player of the, the group as well. Just done everything for him, everything he's asked and more, and uh, no signs of him slowing down. Yeah, not at all. Um, I feel like we've talked about Group B enough with the games that just happened today earlier mm-hmm. in the show. So um, who's your player of the tour? I mean, I feel like this is another easy one, but you go first. Um, I'll take Lukaku. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> even uh, as a City fan, I, I, I can't, can't yeah, deny he, his, his inevitability. Guy wakes up and drops a brace. Oh, my God, you're so right. He's leading the golden shoe, right? Um, got to be. He's got to be. No, he is not. No, he's not. He's tied for first. With who? With Cristiano Ronaldo, Patrick Schick, and Jorginho Wijnaldum. <laughs> All of them have chances to keep adding that. Wijnaldum's been amazing. This, yeah, this but it's, just, it's like you say the Ronaldo, Lukaku, eh, Schick. Oh, and you know, who doesn't play for – or didn't play we, for – Okay, yeah, I'm gonna defend him real quick because we've talked about we've talked about some other shambolic clubs on here. We've talked about AC Milan being uh, shambolic. We've talked about Spurs being shambolic. We've talked about Arsenal being shambolic. Mm-hmm. You know who else is shambolic? Who? I'll tell you who else is shambolic. Fucking Barcelona. They are falling apart of the seams. They've been falling apart of the seams. Everybody knows this. This isn't new news, but something in particular that is is the signing of Memphis Depay, someone who we both agree doesn't really fit into their needs, even though he's also having a great Euros. Someone who does absolutely fit their needs, strengthen the midfield, someone who will do a job for you, be all over the place, willing and able passer, gets up the field, can combine well with Frankie de Jong, proven, proven, proven he can do that. <laughs> they missed out and went out, and I think he's – I thought he was an okay signing. I'm wrong. He's going to be a great signing for PSG. He's going to transform that midfield. He adds a new level of dynamism to Verratti's clean pa- passing and Danilo's uh, third center backness. 
I, I think they're going to be a lot better in the middle of the park in Paris next year. Yeah, Wijnaldum's a, a good player. Barcelona certainly missed out there. I think Barcelona's trying to go with a uh, more youthful midfield next year. Um, De Jong, Young, Pedri, and uh, Eox Moriba, probably. So I'm giving them an excuse for why they didn't do it. Definitely not with everything. They probably just messed it up. But um, I got you, Barcelona. You're welcome. Still terrible piece of business by them. Very surprised you said Mariba instead of Ricky Pooch. No, no I'm a the Barca fan. The average Barca supporter would definitely say Ricky Pooch. That's good. From a non-bias. And, and he hasn't even played in the mid. Ricky Pooch has. I. Right. Uh, Non-biased. All right, Mariba all right. Can't speak. Can't speak. We'll go to jail. Pogba. He's a Spanish wow. Pogba. Okay, That's high crazy. praise. High praise from talent scout Michael Fahey. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, you know, yeah. So that's why Barcelona is in shambles. When Alden's having a great Euros, and that is a perfect segue into Group C, where his Netherlands are top of the group, nine points, eight goals for, two against. Netherlands looking great. Spain not so great, but we'll get to them. Uh, but you know, I'm just I'm just loving I'm just loving what I'm seeing from Larange. Uh, quick question: Do you know why the Dutch wear orange? Enlighten me. No, I'm asking. You. Oh, oh, there's several theories out there. I know I know two of them, but I'm I, I'm asking um, if you. Ooh, you know I I don't know any of them, but my best guess is going to be good. Um. I think it has something to do with the flowers in the Netherlands. And they're very bright flowers growing in big pastures and fields. It's a very beautiful country. And um, orange tulips are, uh, are a great sight to see. And that is why they wear orange. Am I, I right? just Googled orange tulips Netherlands. It says 404 not found. The government is hiding something from us. I think you're onto something. I think you're onto something with that. I don't know about that one, but, you know, certainly feel free to do your research, come up with your own conclusions. Um, what, I, what I know about the Ronge is one, the most common theory is uh, that orange dye is just more expensive and uh, their flag used to be orange. So that, that's where it starts. Their flag hmm. used to be blue and orange, blue, white, and orange. That's a fact. But then it changed to red at some point. And one theory is that orange dye is um, just too costly, just more expensive. And that's why a lot of countries have flags with red and blue, because those were the most readily available and cheapest dyes. So that's what everybody usually goes with. That seems likely. But then there's one that's much more cool and interesting, where the Duke of Lorange was the king of the Duke of Orange was the Duke of uh, was the king of the Netherlands. And um, he, he, he got his shit run up on him one day, got bopped real quick, and um, they, fucking, they, they fucking erased all memory of his ass. Boom. Color's gone. Boom. Everything's cool. Red now. But somehow, some way it lasted in the, the tradition of the football club. Huh. That's kind of similar to why Italy wears um, blue. The As Knights. A- yeah, back that in fought 19- the French. That fought yeah. the damn French. And it's a gesture of we're with you. So they decided to wear blue. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, I think the flower idea is better. 
because I do too. I like the flower idea. Orange tulips. It sounds. Look at it. Sound elegant. It's this is a cover art. That's the cover art. Oh, very nice. You guys couldn't see, but the orange tulips in the Netherlands are absolutely beautiful. Yeah, with windmills in the background and the, the blue cloudy sky and the green grass. With anyway, um, <laughs> Austria is second place in Group C. They finished uh, after a nice win over Ukraine, one nil. Um, beautiful goal by Christoph Baumgartner, and uh, you know who else with the assist but the main man himself, David Alaba, playing out his natural position there at left back. Um, Austria have changed their formation three times in three matches. My prediction is they will do it again. I have no idea what they will do versus Italy, but I do know that it will not work. It was a good ride. You had a good tournament. Good for you making out of the group. But for God's sakes, the next time when you're in another major tournament, Austria, (laughs) have an identity, know what you want to do, and do it. Even fall on your sword like, no, don't fall on your sword like Turkey if you have to. Don't do that. But don't do this again either. I didn't like this. You're better than this. You have Bundesliga players and a few stars on the field. And you should be better than this. Yeah, they should be. Um, like, you hit the nail on the head. I don't really have much to add. That lack of identity um, was lacking, non-existent. Um, and I think in the first game, they didn't even um, – in my opinion, try to like get Alaba forward a lot. They're just kind of letting him not do that. And uh, it's starting to change. And then he did until he did. And they actually scored. Yeah, exactly. And then it started to change once, you know, they realized we should probably do this. Um, But like you said, that identity crisis is exactly that a big uh, identity crisis and they need to find it real fast. Well, not fast for whenever they get back into a tournament, whether it be the World Cup or the Euros. Yeah, which I, they'll they'll make the World Cup, so um, we'll we'll see them there. I I I I think you can for the World Cup. It's sixteen yeah. months away. David Alaba is going to the fledgling Real Madrid. He's going to have to carry over there. He's going to be in good form. Um, Ukraine is in third place. I like them. Disappointing loss to a better team. I mean, they they missed a few chances. Won't call them big chances, but uh, they they had chances. Yarmolenko, um, and uh, what's what's the other what's the Atlanta guy's name? What's his oh, name? Uh, is is it a uh, Yarmchuk? No, no, no. He's the striker. He's good, too, though. He's good, too. Um, Malinowski. Yeah, Malinowski. Um, Neither of them were there today. Uh, Zinchenko wasn't playing very well. Um, So, you know, they can still sneak into the knockouts. Depending on who they get, they could upset somebody. I still like this team. They're gritty. They defend well. And they have players that are capable of a moment of brilliance. Sometimes that's all it takes. And unlike Austria, they know what they want to do. They know what they do. They play a solid 4-3-3. Zinchenko gets on the ball, carries it upfield, gives it to the playmakers. Yarmolenko, 
when he wants to play. I feel like the I'm going to sound so cliche because the announcers say this all the time, but it's so true for club. This is why the fucking sub at West Ham when he wants to play, he's amazing. When he doesn't, he doesn't. And it's you know, for Ukraine, it's a crapshoot that they have to take every game. For West Ham, give that motherfucker five minutes; it can't hurt you. Yeah, yeah, um, it does suck for Ukraine. Um, but all those players do tend to try more with their national team because of a sense of pride. Um, but yeah, he, if he just tried for a full season, it really makes you like wonder what he could do. Too late um, now. He's on the wrong side of 30. Is it too late? Yes. It's not um, too late for Ronaldo. It's, it's too not, late for. Okay. Well, not that I'm okay, comparing okay. him to Ronaldo. I'm just okay. saying these guys are you just did. athletes. These guys are all athletic than these guys. And like, yeah, 30s old. It's only like 31's old in like soccer terms. So I got 60 more years. Now you, you can turn it around. He can, uh. Oh, speaking of which, you know, I, I mean, you know, he, he, you know, God bless Yarmolenko. I'm sure he has 60 more years, but you know, Greater than anything else that he did. I, I just, you know, I, I love this trend that Ronaldo started. You can say he's not the GOAT, but God damn it, he might be the GOAT because of oh, his influence. Ridiculous. Drink water. I hate and then that. The, now I, love, I love what it became. And then Pogba, you know, he followed up with the Heineken. And then Yarmolenko moved to close and said, hey, contact me. All. I love that man on his grind, hustling, trying to get those partnerships done. The Russian, the Russian guy. Uh, love just him. Cracks it open, and starts that's chugging the it. Most, like that's the most Russian thing he could have done, besides just like breaking it open and with his teeth. Glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking crazy guy. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited to see where else this goes. Um, it, it's been fun, North Macedonia. You guys were fun. Thank you for coming. Uh, Goran Pandev honored with a with a jersey pre match as he should have been. Scored at Euros. They did what they came to do. They came, Pandev scored, they and they left them. the group in last. <laughs> this is what they were here for. Um, player of the group for me, Jeannie Wayne Alden. For you, I I'll go with the pie. I'll say the pie. He no, it's valid. He's having a great tournament. Um, a, a note on Depay, though, what he's been so good at, he's, he's really good at, you know, receiving the ball, driving at people, making an intelligent pass when need be. You know, he can be a, little, a bit lazy, but he, I feel like he makes the right pass at least. Maybe yeah. the pass is lacking in quality. He makes the right one. Um, unfortunate for Wout Weghorst because I really like him as a player. I enjoy Wolfsburg, and he's very important to what they do, especially John Johnny Bones Brooks just beaming long balls in behind to the big man, six foot seven. He could be in the NBA if he wanted to, but um, he's not fast worth a goddamn, but you know who is fast? Doniel Malin. And I love his name, Doniel. It's a great name. He's very fast. He had a stupid FIFA card this year. And, um, he, he, you know, PSV just shit youth talent nowadays. So, you know, I, I think that Frank DeBull, is going to give him the keys going forward for LaRange's attack along with Memphis Depay. Yeah, uh, Malin looks set to be Sancho's replacement at Dortmund, uh, if that ever gets publicly announced. But, uh, yeah, he's a good player. He's very quick. Um, Depay, like, he's really good at driving it. 
people. You know, it's, it's really something that Barcelona lacks, you know, players who, you know, aren't a true out-and-out number nine but are really good attacking players. So Memphis slots in perfectly. It's not like they have Messi or Griezmann or anything like that. But, uh, he's, yeah, he's really good at that. And uh, he's showing at this tournament. He's, they're playing to his strengths, and it's working out. Yeah, no, it's absolutely working out, playing to his strength. I mean, he's still a good player, you know, dealt with some injuries, made a rap album. Now he's back. Um, if you guys haven't listened to his latest rap album, not the No Love, the latest one, 2020, he dropped a rap album mid-pandemic. Um, it's fire. It's it's fire. I have no other word. It's, it's, it's just amazing. Go listen to it. Um, Group D. The Czech Republic sits atop it. England is in second, followed by Croatia. And then the Scots, the Titan Army, get in the draw against England. And uh, they're still at the bottom of the group, unfortunately. You know, you would have thought that they won the World Cup the way they celebrated. And I, I thought they did too, but uh, they're still at the bottom. Matches for this group are tomorrow. Czechs take on England. Croatia takes on Scotland. Who are the two teams coming out of this group automatically, Michael Martin P. Checkland. The Checkland. Oh my god. Yeah, Checkland. No, Checkland. The the Czech and the English. Cockland. Yes. He was Cock- good when United what? lost the Europa League final. No, no anyway. It's terrible. Cockland. Um, but no, it's England, the frauds of the tournament, they'll make it out. And that uh the the Czech. We'll also make it out. They play, right? Who? Yeah. The Czechs and the England? Yeah, they play. Yeah. If they share the spoils, then they can go, they both go through automatic. Uh, Yeah, they're both going to go through automatic. They're going to draw? This one's got a nil nil. Oh, no, no. No. No, uh, What's it called? England are going to lose. They're definitely. England are going to lose. That means if somebody wins the other game. The, the Croatians and the Scots will tie. All right. Well, that, that is your prediction. That means the Czech and the England would go through. For me, for my group, I go bold. <laughs> Czech, Scotland. Scotland, what? Scotland, Scotland, they're going to turn around their gold differential. With no. a 3-0 win versus Croatia. That's ridiculous. Ready? That's so my mic drop. Drop. My mic drop. Boom. That's my bold prediction. That's bold. You can't. It is bold. It's, it's bold. It's stupid. I, I, As someone who says ridiculous things on this podcast, me, I, I've said some really dumb things. Like some super stupid things. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> they, they're not gonna win. They're gonna get lucky with the draw that they're gonna get. And let's. I'm, I'm speechless. That was that's that hurts. You guys are hurts. probably gonna be listening to it if if this drops. And we'll you guys listen point. when it drops. This is around <laughs> noon, three hours before kickoff. When this happens, do not be too shocked, people. Got insider information. Um, with one more game left to go, obviously. Oh, and you know, I, the Scots are going to do this without Billy Gilmore, who has COVID. 
and um, I believe Mason uh-huh. Mount and one other on the England Chill side. Chill well. Chill well there after quarantine for being in close contact with that little dirty rat bastard. But good on good on Billy for uh, Billy for trying to hurt the England's um, player player of the group so far. Schick. Uh, damn it! You, uh, you know, yeah, it, it is. It is Patrick Schick. Um, but for my player of the group, I'm going to go bold. Going to go very bold for my player of the group. Gonna go the one, the only, the inevitable, the indomitable, the industrious, the illustrious, the strong, powerful, the great Scott McTominay. He is the player of the group in this group. His squad may be bottom of the group, but God damn it, does he do a job at center back? And the picture of the tournament has got to be him just absolutely sunning three lions. Is it a coincidence that he had three lions in his grasp? No, it is not. That is why they won that game and they're going to win this group. Also, I bet England to flame out um, and not make it to the knockout. So keep that in mind with my extreme <sighs> boldness on this podcast. Yeah. That's that's crazy. You pick you pick someone who played center back on the worst team in the group. As you the, put in a shift in the second game, and mind you, we're only two thirds. Awesome. Uh, we're only two thirds into the into the game. So like, who the, the other the groups are three games. Box? Who did he turn the ball? Over? Who did he uh, give the ball to in Scotland's box at the beginning of the game? And I think. Look, he only he did that. Sterling? He did it. He did it, and then he only that was the only time he did it all game. Clean that up. There were some and early jitters from Sterling. Scotland. There were early jitters from Scotland, and then they played a clean clinical game the rest of the way through. They created the better chances. If Shea Adams literally just shot the ball four inches to the left, they win that game 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Easy. Lost for words, speechless, because I'm dropping facts, and we're moving on to Group E. Um Sweden is on top of the group right now after a draw versus Spain and a win versus the um, the Pola no against the Slovakias. Um, Slovakia in second after beating Poland on a red card. We got Spain in third on two draws in a row after two missed chances in a row from Alvaro Morata. And then Poland, bottom of the group. Um, their dreams are still alive because of this, you know, weird format. But they have not looked good at all. And, uh, you know, don't have any type of faith for them against the Sweden side that needs a draw to get through. Do you? Um. Hmm. Sweden already parked the bus, and they need a draw to get to the knockouts because they have the head-to-head on Spain. I mean, Slovakia. I I think Spain and Sweden go through the automatic ones. Um, I think I think Sweden will win, though. You think Spain's going to win? Yeah. The game? Yeah. Really. They can't. This can't happen for three straight. Like it cannot. I happen. think it is. I think a draws. I think they're gonna get three draws and, and leave. It can't happen. 
I think, and then they're going to fire their coach. Yeah, no, I think that's what's they, what I think that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to get three draws, not make it out of the group. Okay. Their coach is going to get fired, and you are going to lose your money, baby. No, Ernesto is fine. The, the problem is Marata. The problem is Marata. Obviously. And, and the manager, figure. because he's playing, he played Moreno at wing last. He played Moreno and Marata, but it was in a front three. Dude. Well, he'll figure it. He'll figure it. Really? And then, yeah, yeah, Spain. And, well, I'm, I'm Moreno, Mr. Penn, too. It's just, they need to find a young striker who is Spanish and put, that's it. Forget about everyone else who plays in the attack for Spain. That's a number nine. Just say you're no longer invited. I yeah. know one. I, I, Rodrigo on Leeds, you, you heard of him? He's pretty good. Where's yeah. he been at? That's, on the that's, bench. That is a fact. That is a fact. Um, it's, they'll figure it out. Don't worry. They'll I don't think they'll figure it out. I think they're losing. I think you're losing. Spain is down bad. Um, I'm going to say this one because I know you're going to say it, so I'm going to steal it from you. Isak is my player of the group for this, especially in his win versus Slovakia. Um, several big chances created. He smoothed the ball at his feet. He's 6'3", but by the way he plays, you would not guess it. He's a big man playing a small man's game, and uh, he's got the techers. He's techie. Um, that's that's the new buzzword nowadays with the kids. You're techie. That's what it is. Trust um, me. Um, so yeah, no, he's he's my player of the group for this one. Uh, fair, fair. I'm gonna go with Lindelof as my. Yeah. They've been a very solid team at the back. Um, he's been well in the air, which is a big downfall, but he's been pretty decent in the air the whole tournament. And uh, Sweden looked outside of the Italians. The Swedish look uh, like one of the more solid defensive teams in this tournament. Um, yeah. I, beside, behind the Tartan Army, the sweet Tart, Tartan Army, I'd, I'd say they're one of the more solid teams. They're in last. Them. They're in last. Right. They, I was going to say I was gonna they, say England, but I didn't want to. But no, they have kept no. two clean sheets. They have. It is fact. And Sweden have also. But that's whatever. Um, speechless again after my blistering hot takes. That's what we love to hear. Uh, group F, F is for France, who win groups together. U is for you and me. K is for Benzema, when we're going to black my U for whatever we're doing. He's back in the team, baby. He's back in the team. Kareem Benzema is back, and France are absolutely rolling. 1-1 with Germany. Absolutely. They drew with Hungary. I forgot. Two one the one one with Hungary, two one with Germany or whatever it was. That's a shame. They actually lost to Hungary. That is fucking bullshit. I'm ashamed of France. I started off so high and I looked like a jackass because of it, because I just looked at the standings. I completely forgot the game that they played. The absolutely abysmal game that I lost money on that they played versus Hungary. They couldn't get it done versus Hungary. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. They don't deserve to be top of this group. But with the way Portugal have been playing and lining up, I I, I, uh, I, uh, I think they might finish um, second in this group, despite all that. Um, it's... <sighs> oh, Golazo! 
Russell Lupin Suarez! Let's go, baby. The Uruguayans won one with the Chileans in the 67th minute. The, the rat-faced bastard himself, Luis Suarez. Oh, Arturo Vidal is down. He is down. He is in pain. Let's see if this gets called back, people. Sorry. You were saying? Um, It'll be... I don't know how it has to happen, but the big three are going to make it out of this group. And uh, no particular order. I think, though, that it will be Germany, Portugal, France. But all three will qualify. I mean, hey, if, um, if Portugal go bold and they start the lineup that we all know they should start, then um, they're capable of beating anybody. I think, but lately, uh, that Carvalho, Danilo double pivot along with Jota, like you say, playing for the other team, and uh, Bernardo Silva getting subbed off way too early when he was the most productive of the front three players. Um, it's not a good look. It's not a good look for him. Uh, Germany takes on Hungary. That's easy dub. So I think they're through. That's ink. And um, I think the other automatic spot is going to come from who, whoever gets a, gets a better result in that France-Portugal game. What, what's your prediction for that? France-Portugal, 1-0 to the Portuguese. 1-0 to the Portuguese. That would leave them on six. France on four. Probably would make it through given a uh, – an even Six goal differential, the, and and the three yeah. teams that are in now all have minus goal differentials. It would take uh, a lot of things not to go their way for them not to go through. But um, yeah, I can see that as well. I hope the Portuguese win, given their um my pick for the finals. That would uh that'd be unfortunate if they don't get through. Absolutely unfortunate. It would. That would suck. That would be a letdown. Um. The coach should probably get fired no matter what, unless they win. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, next time we check in with you guys, a few of these games in the knockout stage will have happened. Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe the Austrians pull some shit, maybe the Welsh win, the Belgians should win. You know, who knows? Maybe our bets, our illustrious long-time bet is settled by then. Who knows? But um, that, that's the beauty of this tournament because a lot can happen in a week, you know? Yeah. You know yeah. what else can happen in a week? What can happen in a week? You can tank your trade value from James Harden to, uh, I don't know, Ish Smith and a bag of chicken wings. Um, ben Simmons, you're a fucking disgrace. You're a terrible basketball player, and everybody was right that I defended you from for so, so long. Everybody was absolutely right. It's fuck you till it's backwards, Ben Simmons. Shout out Owen Nation for that bar. And um, you're terrible. You would be a UPS man if you weren't 6'10". Um, you're bad at everything, and you're a dickhead too. That, that Fox expose of all the different things that have been said about you in the back office of the Sixers and how has been a long self-fulfilling prophecy 
that you were just going to collapse in the playoffs one day and get in your own head about it because you've built up all these excuses around you to not get better at it. And now that it's biting you in the ass, you don't know what the fuck to say because you're a dumbass, Ben Simmons. You're a dumbass and you suck and you're not allowed in Philadelphia anymore. You're not allowed on the 76ers and it was it wasn't good. It was bad. It was painful. We should have Tatum and this wouldn't be an issue at all. We should have Mikel Bridges as well, and this would be less of an issue, but that's neither here nor there. I hate you, Ben Simmons. Congrats to you, though. Congrats to Giannis. Eastern Conference Finals. I, I think they might as well put the ring on this. Uh, no, we got to play it because, as you said, 16-0. Uh, and 0, Then it turned uh, sixes and five, then six, then seven. No, I didn't say then seven on the airway. <laughs> that's how much changed in a week. We didn't That's, blow any of those and, leads the last time we talked. And and now it's uh and now it's who who can we get for Ben Simmons? Uh or what? What, not who, because it might only how? be a draft. Pick. How can we get him away from the team? Yeah. You, you see just... the clip of when um so everybody everybody knows the moment, you know, when he passes out of the wide open dunk after spinning baseline on a beautiful move. Um he's an asshole. Somebody, that's, somebody that's caught Joel on film. Somebody caught Joel on film, and his reaction of it, oh, oh, it's, it's like LeBron like, with Jr. Yeah, he throws up his arms, he turns away, turns back to him, gives Ben the laziest high five I've seen in my life, and talks to him, clearly saying, "Bro, you have you to shoot that." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Sixers collapse, but uh, I guess that's I guess that's normal. It's, it's like in in two K. When you're like in the post and then you try and go up for a shot, but like mm-hmm. the animation doesn't happen, so you try and pass out of it. But like the animation lets you get clean through, so you pass out of a wide open shot by accident. That's what Ben Simmons did. He he's he such got, an asshole. He got dude. a good animation and then he passed out of a shot to give it to a cutting teammate who was flabbergasted by receiving the ball and was somehow everybody was flabbergasted even the fans the fans you know what you know who else needs to go fuck danny green he needs to go his bitch ass was hurt and he has the audacity to talk about oh everybody wants a narrative to be it's all ben's (laughs) fault well guess what dickhead it was it was all ben's fault because he's supposed to be our second best player we couldn't fucking play him down the stretch because he's useless fucking danny ridiculous and he got torched in game one that's why we lost he did get torched uh, and you guys still lost when Trey Young couldn't make a shot to save his life. Trey Young couldn't make a shot. John Collins wasn't doing much. Oh, Jan, but he didn't even fucking play. And it was, it became, they, they it, were missing it two starters. Gave, you guys really imagine the beginning of the year. You tell me, you, you tell somebody, you're like, hey, look, it's game seven, Eastern Conference semis. In Philadelphia, they're the one seed against the four seed or five seed Hawks, whatever they were. And Kevin Herter is going to steal the show. You look at them like they were nuts. Look at them like they were absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah, you would have called me a hater. You would have called me a hater. I would have said, who's Kevin Herter? (laughs) Now I know his name. I'm going to know his name for the rest of my life now. Because he Player went in into Philly game seven and absolutely took over. <laughs> Fucking it's... ginger. My dad doesn't watch basketball in the whole game. He's like, 
how is this ginger kid so good? Like, I, I didn't know gingers play basketball like this. And I'm like, they don't. He's an enigma. Uh, it's Ben took one shot in the fourth quarter between games two and seven. He, dude, that, like, you, you really I feel should, bad. If, I feel bad. If you, if you have, no, you shouldn't feel bad. And I why you shouldn't feel bad? No, that, that column I sent you by Fox Sports, it's enlightening. This is a, this I, is a process. Ben has, ben has fucked himself and this organization so thoroughly that you cannot feel bad for this man. He needs to be made to feel bad, so he changes this. I feel and bad. I have confidence he will come back as a better player. Just not in Philadelphia. Trade him to the Magic. Get Markel back. Right. Now you, now you, now you get, now you get me fucking tight. BLT for six dollars. Uh, yeah, you. I mean, if you guys had Markel, I bet he would have taken a three or a shot in the fourth. And like you said, doesn't matter if it doesn't he's go also in. A you're trying. Defense, and he's not good at. He's not really good at anything. He's just like not ass anymore. You know, you now you're just talking about Danny Green. No, Danny, Danny Green can Dan, no. Danny Green is a, still a solid defender. Trey Young, Trey Young's just really solid. good though. <laughs> he couldn't guard Trey Young. Like he's okay. He can't guard Trey Young. Like, that's not, not 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 a lot of people can guard Trey Young. Like that's just not a lot of people can do that in general. There's three on the Bucks. Like, no, there's five on. people on the or four people in the Bucks starting lineup that could guard Trey Young. Wow, there definitely there's gonna be it's there's gonna be games. There's gonna be games like tonight where he he's gets absolutely shit house and shut down. But he's gonna have two, maybe a third game where he drops like thirty something points. He's gonna average fifteen and seven in the That's series. So cap, no. Yeah. Yeah. PJ Tucker's gonna go from guarding Kevin Durant to guarding Trey Young. PJ Tucker, love PJ Tucker. Absolutely love him. That game seven was wild. Very good game. It was. It was. The refs awesome. tried so hard to give it to him. The refs gave it to Atlanta, but when we don't need to get into that. Excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got them. <laughs> the refs gave it to him. No, Ben gave it to Atlanta. No, the refs gave it to Atlanta. If he dunked the ball, if he dunked the ball, you guys win. There was a missed clear path foul and at least three fouls called on Trey Young where he jumped into somebody. Yeah, yeah. That's... And then threw himself on the ground. Imagine if you had to play Harden for a whole series. Imagine what you'd be saying. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, Kevin Herter's so cold. Like, did, did you remember? Did you see when he got fouled by Thibault on the three? And then, like, the whole well, the made Fargo. The, the Fargo is just buzzing, absolutely buzzing. They're in this ginger bitch's ear. And he sinks all three of them. No problem. He's ice cold. Ice cold, dude. Yeah. For the just for the memes, I kind of want the, the Hawks to win, but I like Giannis. Bucks I, like, and five. I, I saw his post game, he was like, We're built for this, and I was like, Damn, I, I like you, not like Ben. What did what did what was Ben's quote? What did he say? I, I he tried to deflect the blame, bro. He tried to deflect the blame. They were uh-huh. like, Oh, why do you think your postseason performances are dipping? He turned to the stack guys, I got a 13 assists, right. How many points? How, how many points Trey have? What do you shoot from the field? Oh, all right. 
He's like, no, I did, I did my job, you know, finding my guys. Like, dude, shut the fuck up, bro. Shut up, dude. Half of those assists were garbage. You just handing the ball to people. <laughs> you're a you're a ball handling high screener. You can't shoot worth a damn, and you're too scared to drive because you can't shoot from the line either. I hate him. I hate him. All time worst free throw percentage um, in postseason history. Worse than Shaq. Real? Oh yeah, it was thirty four percent. Yeah, thirty four percent. Yeah, thirty four. And and what makes me even more mad is those summer league clips when he's fucking ripping, like, ooh, ooh, that's tough for Chile. But he's like ripping like twenty eight footers casually. This is this is this is my quote. This is my (laughs) Ben Simmons. We lost. It sucks. I am who I am. It is what it is. It's not easy to win, and it shows. The Nets yeah. got finished off by the Bucks. It's not mm-hmm. easy to win. Acting as if the Hawks and the Bucks are equal, and them and the Nets are equal, and yeah. not like two of the best teams in the league went to Game Seven, and he went to Game Seven with a two-man team. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Nets were hurt anyway. So, like, yeah, I don't. I mean, we were hurt too, you know. Danny Green's huge. Yeah, so were the Hawks. Miss. Huge miss. Huge miss. Huge Giannis miss. Played with the flu. Flu game, Giannis. Forty points. Push the narrative. Push the narrative. Make it fit. Red for Copa Player of the Year. Giannis for Finals MVP. Giannis flu game. Um, let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Um, Eagles gonna win at least ten games. It's her seat. It's hurt season. Before we Maybe get into hurts. meat and potatoes, no, it's hurt season. Like I'm, I am fully confident and ready to be disappointed by my Philadelphia Eagles this year. But I'm confident until I'm disappointed. Yeah, you guys are gonna win like six games, seven games. I'm probably just gonna win six games, but uh, I feel like that's a depressing enough note to leave on. Um, it was good. I'm Walker Manning. That's Michael Fay. This is We Call It Soccer. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, please be sure to like, share, rate, review, follow. Five-star reviews. Did you know that? Every single review we've got is five-star. We've got a few on Apple Music, a few on Spotify now. Just wow. astounding reviews from our followers. And, you know, we, we just love and appreciate every single one of you guys for it, especially you whoever you are out in Brazil. I don't know who you are, but good looks. Appreciate you. I love the Fred prop. Ah, yo, that's... (laughs) That's why I gave it... it. We'll keep it coming. coming. Fred, the best player in the world. Uh, Maybe some cheeky Father Fred episode art this week. Ooh, yeah, I have the the ammo. All right. We'll catch you next week. Um,